You are listening to the Feedback Podcast with my homie back. Welcome to the Feedback Podcast, where we wear hats for no reason. <laughs> uh, yeah, we do this every week. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, everybody, in the chats uh, on Facebook. We're live. We got Obi in the house. What's up, everyone? Our returning champ, Alex, in the house. What's up, y'all? And we have Adam as well. How you doing, man? How are you doing? And introducing, if you've been listening to the podcast before, we uh, we have our first female guest on the show after what? It took us like four or five, four or five shows to get a girl on. How you doing, Lane? What's up? Doing good, doing good. Thanks for coming. I really appreciate it. Shout out to everybody in the chat. Uh, if you have questions, feel free to comment. We don't have we don't have an agenda. We'll just shoot the shit and see where uh, where the conversation takes us. I, of course, there's a lot of shit happening all over town, all over the world. So it's not like we're going around the topics. But I like to just throw this out there to start the show. Uh, fuck Brandon Cash, and I'm done. Let's go. Fuck Brandon Cash. Fuck Brandon Cash. Fuck Brandon <laughs> Cash. And if you go to Bomb Barley, nah, I don't want to tell, tell the name of the bars. Well, fuck it. Well, well, before we move off of it, <clears throat> Brandon Cash owns a couple of bars in Austin. <laughs> And there's going to be a protest tomorrow downtown at Unbelievable starting at 6 p.m. So anybody that hates us, I mean, hates Brandon as much as we do, uh, show up. I'll be there. So let's, let's is like show. always at a protest. It's, the, it's my new shit. <laughs> hey, so, I got, my, got my shirt. <laughs> I'm ready. Where'd you I get could, that shirt from? Amazon. All right. <laughs> Not even black owned business. How dare you? I know. But oh, you know. Man, you just... <laughs> <laughs> Damn, back. I did not ask that question to gotcha. <laughs> I asked that question because I want to buy one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but look how it turned out. Thank you, okay. man. I had to. I had to. This, this this was a layup, man. This was a layup. <laughs> All right. So yeah. um, let's see, where can we go from it? Well, I wanna I wanna bring up something. Um and I this whole Karen thing uh-huh. is out of control. That's not why you're here, Lane. I want to reassure you. <laughs> <I was> like, <laughs> mm-hmm. You're not a Karen, Lane. You're not a Karen. You're not a Karen. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it's, it's been out of, like every day I, re- I read a new story about some bitch that just entitled or thinks that she can just call somebody out. Uh, about whatever this guy was writing Black Lives Matter on his own property, and then this this white lady came up and started giving him shit for it. The worst one I the, the worst one I saw um, was I think it was it in Michigan at a Kroger, and this black mom was with her three kids shopping like grocery shopping, and one of her kids like had to put a, a step on uh, his foot on the one of the bottom shelves to get a Gatorade or something. And some white lady just lost it. And she didn't leave it alone. She went back to the parking lot, waited for the, the that black family to get out and stood with her stroller with a kid in it behind the black lady's car so she couldn't back away. And then wow. say a word. That, that's, a, that's, this is like super caring. This is some... Like- well, I watched the Karen, one of my friends, Brandon, he probably listened to this, um, sent me the video of a Wisconsin lady who get, got in the middle of the protest and she was an older lawyer mm-hmm. with her car and they were, she's 
um, spit on somebody in their face, one of the protesters, and now they've charged her with, um, I can't remember what the charge was, but I was actually really surprised because um, I didn't even know that spitting on somebody was an assault. Like, I guess I've been under a rock apparently, but um, so I learned a couple things just from watching that um, video. Makes me really, sorry, go ahead. No, no. Oh, it just oh. makes me really happy that people are actually catching assault charges for doing shit like that. Cause honestly, the only happy ending to these Karen stories is that is like, they got as much as I'm like, it's weird. Cause I feel like a hypocrite. Cause I like, we don't need police abolish the police, but if there was a way to only arrest uh, white women who cause <laughs> disturbances in public spaces, uh, especially, especially during a virus man, spitting in people's faces. Did you see what they're calling the male equivalent to Karen's? They're calling them What's Chads. The Chads. Oh, yeah. oh my that's God. brilliant. Chads. Chads and Karen's. So funny. Yeah. Like anybody with those names, like, sorry. Who came up with that? I want to know. I feel, I feel bad because I like the Karen's I know are all <laughs> amazing people, but they're, they got these Karen's, other Karen's out here, like just doing their name raggedy. Have you been, like, have you been a, in a, have you ever witnessed a, a Karen situation? Well, there was a video in Austin. It wasn't about the Black Lives Matter movement, but it was about the masks. I don't know if you guys oh, saw the video. Oh, yeah, the, the lady party at Party City. city. Yeah. Like, she yeah. put it online, and I'm like, Ooh. she wouldn't let it go. And I'm like, a balloon looks exactly the same online as it does in the store. Like, the lady's nicely asking you to leave the store. Get the the best, the best part about that video is she's like, the reason she gave for not wearing a mask, like, I have a medical condition. Yeah, fuck them. What right. medical condition do you have that well, is going to prevent you from wearing a mask? Like, well, you, you're the prime person that should be wearing a mask. She, <laughs> she just read, she read the fine print that if you have a medical condition, it doesn't apply to you. And it just, to, honestly... I feel like you've had you have a Karen story if you've ever worked retail or food service you have yep. one. Oh, and I have. Remember, I, I got to tell my story though because go go I, go I got to tell it because it reminds me of the same thing with like uh, service dogs. It's the same thing. Like uh, so many times, people bringing in service dogs and being like, "You can't ask me if I have a disability and I need this dog," and they know the technicality. When I worked at Fresh Plus years ago in the deli, uh, there was this uh, woman who would come in. It was in Clarksville. She was like a wealthy retired woman with a little dog that she kept in a stroller. And she asked me for uh, some ground beef. And I like, you know, did the tissue paper, scooped the ground beef, put it on the scale. And she was like, whoa, whoa, you're not wearing gloves. Um, which to be fair, it's raw meat and I use the tissue. So I, whatever, that's butcher. It's normal. I put on gloves for her. I washed my hands in front of her. I did all that. This is barely even a story, but I gave it to her and she's like, thanks. My dog loves this as a treat. I was like, did you just make me do all that to sanit to make sure my pants are clean to get your dog raw meat? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> that's like the tip of the eye. That's like me as, I don't know. That's like a baby Karen. That's like a Karen in no, training. I, 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 have, I can tell you, we all know Karens. And we've all witnessed Karens. Mm. Or oh, Karens in the making. Every, any white girl who walks up to the DJ with a request. Yeah, I, I was thinking the same thing. <laughs> Oh man! Um, no, can you play something that? Thing. Can you play something that we can dance to? Karen, get the fuck I, out of my face! Yo, I feel like this is I, I, I feel like this is hyperbolic, but I've said it before. I think that that sort of entitlement is like we we joke about it, we make fun of it, but I feel like that entitlement is like 
the root of something really scary and insidious and like white supremacy and this idea that like I get my way no matter what. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know it's goofy and silly to see people like, you know, throwing tam- temper tantrums over nothing, but uh, it's it points to something really dark. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they use the word entitled because like when you try to get down to the nitty gritty of why do people like like that what they think like the lady for example that you were referring to at the beginning back who um said you know do you live here um i'm gonna call the owner and acted like she knew the owner of the mm-hmm. place and then the owner like gets on and says i don't even know her like and it's just this like i have some sort of power over you type thing and i don't even understand where's sometimes but the craziest thing about it is like now they know they're being recorded and they continue like (laughs) but but like like a couple years ago the moment somebody started like pulling up a phone on you and recording you you would think oh man i'm gonna end up on world star i need to stop i'm not gonna do this but they don't like we're getting to the point where they don't they don't care anymore that they're being recorded the same way with the cops that did the same to George Floyd, like the bystanders with the cameras recording them, not enough to stop people from doing the bad behavior they're doing. It's a weird, uh, it's a weird uh, trend that's happening. I don't know. The, the, the last one I saw, actually the big one, did you guys see the, the women who, uh, who went to city council? I forgot what state it was in. Uh, Florida. Fucking Florida. Oh, <laughs> uh, here and we go. Talking not about the mask. Florida. They're talking about the mask. Have you guys seen that? Here, hold on. No, let, 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 me, let, let me let me let me put this one up. This is no no no. This is these are women testifying in front of uh, uh, oh. council members talking about how they they will they will not wear masks. Oh wow! This is oh this yeah. Is, they're so they act like they're fucking Mr. Smith goes to Washington over here. Yes, people are like this mm. is a this is like a Parks and Rec episode. Okay. On, Parks and Rec in yeah. hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, is it? Okay. I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't un- wear underwear. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sample that there. shit. Just stop it there. Things got to... I don't wear a mask for the same reason I don't un- wear underwear. Things got to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for your comments, ma'am. And they want to throw God's wow. wonderful breathing system out the door. You're all turning your backs on it. In the beginning, God formed man out of the earth and breathed his breath in him, and he became a living soul. Where do you derive the authority to regulate human breathing? Okay. What you say is the political... Go ahead. All right. So, okay. As a person of faith, right? I'm just going to just touch on this real quick. It bothers me to no end when people confuse faith, whether it's Christianity, Catholic, Catholicism, whatever, whenever they try and blur the line of trying to make their point and make their point seem right and use the cloak of faith or religion or some organized, you know, belief system, right? It it just like, no, like it's, it's oil and water. You can't use that. To make your point like there's no like no they just use it to justify it, whatever they're saying Hold right on, it gets, but it gets it's better just, it doesn't mix uh bro oh, like, i i'm sorry i want to keep this video i just want to say like a hundred percent co-sign i feel like so i'm i would call myself agnostic now but i grew up in the church and even like as a kid when our coach would have us pray before games i'd be like wait we 
God's going to help us win this Little League game. Like, <laughs> God's looking <laughs> out for you. I hate when people are like, bombs up. Power, it feels so blasphemous to say that the power yeah. of God is on your side about petty shit like this. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. Ogma, that they're trying to shove down our throats on every commercial, in every store, and it's disgusting. Every single one of you that are obeying the devil's laws are going to be arrested. Devil's laws. <laughs> and you, doctor, are going to be arrested for crimes against humanity. Let me ask you all, do you believe you're God? Do you believe you can override God's divine plan for our lives? You're removing our freedoms and stomping on our con constitutional rights by these communist dictatorship orders or laws you want to mandate. Okay, so, so okay, so again. I'll just stop here. She's, she's, she's talking yeah. about, like, you can't, like, you can't make us... Like you can't stop us from living like God's laws, right? That's what she said, right? And then mm -hmm. she's saying, then she's like, well, then you can't stop our constitutional rights. Those are man-made laws, like man-made those. Like it's a complete. Yeah. That's what but I'm saying. It's she doesn't. They don't. They don't things, realize right? it. So like, uh, you're being a hypocrite by what you just said. Like it's one. It's, it's two, like it's two separate things. Like. What's in the Bible, yes, that's God's law. But whenever it comes to constitutional law, it's a completely separate thing. Man made that. Like, well, like people th made that. Th this proves two things. One, uh, Karens do not have to be white. Because these, these I was going to say, that was dumb. Yeah. That, that was I think people think that Karens. they have to be only white. No, Karens come in all shapes. Yeah, this is, this is the Benetton <laughs> ad for Karens. Oh, do you think Karens need to be women? I mean, let's, <laughs> let's, let's be inclusive here. You know, Karens and Chads, Chads. And now we like, I feel like every, everyone who is entitled with their power to appeal to authority to like subjugate someone else because they're not getting their way is a Karen, a Chad, or an as yet undecided non-binary name. I, I, I wonder if it was the same kind of debate when seatbelts were introduced there was i saw this on twitter the other day oh really and someone actually provided a whole thread of uh like historical evidence of old newspaper op-eds and stuff being like you can't tread on my you know uh, like it makes me my my seat is uncomfortable now oh, uh, you know i mean seriously, it's crazy they always That's frame crazy. it like everyone also my favorite thing i'm sorry i'll shut up in a second but my no, favorite talking, thing is the, is the uh like masks are for pussies thing and i'm like man if if that's true then how come they're uncomfortable to wear and harder to breathe in if they're if they're for weak if they're for weak people how come you're afraid to wear one it doesn't track that's like being like yeah man lifting weights is for pussies well i have to say if you wear a mask in your car and you're by yourself eh. i did that when that's, things that's, that's first a started out. i was a little well, i'll own it I would say it's, but if you have friends in your car though, like, so like I'll go on hiking trips and I have four people that I, I don't live with. So occasionally we'll put our mask on like, or right when you're about to get somewhere, you know, I could see the argument. Yeah. When you, when you're by yourself, that's, that's weird. Okay. When you're driving if by yourself and <laughs> you act like you're jamming, but you're going. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, I think, I think people probably recently watched that outbreak movie and they, they, they miss, they misinterpret what airborne virus means or something like that. They think like, you know, you're just walking around breathing it in and stuff. I'm like, no. Yeah. When this started, I had a Facebook friend say like, uh, y'all, do you, do y'all not realize the air is poison outside? And I was like, it's not quite that bad. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, nobody knows what the hell is going on. Like, Obi no. and I 
whole conversation in last night about it. It's like, no, they go back and forth about like how you can actually get it. What, you know, first it was everything's on the surface. Everything you touch has to be sanitized. And we all went crazy Lysoling everything and Lysol. Yeah, I got, I get, you know, I get yeah. that. I get that the, the information is, is confusing from the top. I get that. But I, I there's a level of conspiracy conspiracy theory that these people, these women right here, go to that you're like, how the hell can you think that? Yeah, way? they're like delusional, like making oh. up like a whole storyline that never even was a part of the story. Yeah, and like all of a sudden they're like civil rights experts and lawyers <laughs> and all that. I'm like, bitch, you don't know anything. It's that I mean I don't even think they believe what they're saying. I think oh they just, I I mean the devil's the laws. Stuff, she said it. Okay, she believes it. Yes, the religious <laughs> aspect because people believe that. But I think that like I'm thinking of the party city lady. I don't think she believes that her rights are being trampled. I think that she has seen that that's in the zeitgeist that we're having a conversation about rights and she's learning and adapting and saying if I say these specific words, maybe I'll get my way. It feels so yeah, gross and insane. No, it's, people, people are really taking like health, public health or social issues and they really want to make it political. Yeah. Like, like this isn't that like- it, That's weird. As much, she, cause she's in that party city incident, she's really thinking that she's standing up for like, like her conservative views. Like, no, this is like, the, and the people that work there are like, this is a safety issue. This, who, who cares what your political affiliation is? This is just safety. Right. I feel like we, we all got raised on, sorry. I was just going to say, we all got raised on stories that, you know, like Star Wars that were like, fight against the system, fight the empire. And some people understood those stories we're talking about, like fascist regimes. And some people have a really stupid interpretation of that. And they think that what you're saying, Alvi, they think that they're fighting the power. Like yeah. they think they're revolutionary. You know, anyway, you know what? Cause you know what I've been really thinking uh, about since like, I'm seeing so much like pushback against uh, wearing masks or getting tested. So we're, we're, we're all here waiting for like a vaccine to show up. Like how many people, what do you think? What do you think the percentage of people are going to actually get this vaccine when we actually get it? Cause no if shit. people are fighting, when people are actually fighting just to put on a simple mask, imagine something that's invasive where you're, you're going to have to take a vaccine and, and get it. Like you're going to have to put. And not know percent. what it really could do, you know? Yeah. And, and we're like the beta version for it because we're the first, we're, we're the first one to kind of use this. I, it's well, like, I mean, it's, it's scary. Cause it's, I feel like 50%, <clears throat> I feel like it's like at 50% of the people are not going to even use it. So do we, we just could even open up right here? Like who would get a vaccine? I probably round of vaccine not gonna lie no rich people don't get it, gonna get it tom hanks is gonna get it athletes are gonna get it <laughs> let's say and but let's say just a, let's, let's get it let's take a small test like just in our in our convo which one of us are gonna like volunteer get the vaccine i'm not right away i, I i'm on the fence i will get the vaccine when it comes yeah. out not uh, not two, the first batch so one, i'm not two, getting that first batch <laughs> The, you know they test the first but it's not like a place. Yeah, they station. test the they, I know. Yeah, they, <laughs> I know. But that's what I mean. I have more at stake, put it that way. We couldn't even get the yeah, we couldn't ahead. even we couldn't even get the majority on this podcast to to get the vaccine. So it's kind of like, but you know they're gonna use this. Once the vaccine comes out, everything is back to, back open. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, we're, we're back. They're 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 gonna go with the the logic that everything's back to oh no, we have a vaccine. We're back to but half the population is not is afraid of this vaccine to begin with. 
So what are we really doing at that point? Well, it's like, are we gonna, when we go to that stage, are we gonna go through a shutdown again? Because we're gonna have more, uh, more spikes in uh, coronavirus because people don't, are too afraid of the vaccine. Like, it's, it's weird when you, come, when you start looking further down the line how things are gonna affect us. Well, I mean, even if we do get a vaccine, the virus is still out there. Like, yeah. you can still get it. Like, I've gotten the flu. Like, when I was in the Navy, the first two years I was in the Navy, I was told I had to get the, the flu vaccine, right? A week after I got it, I got the flu. Maybe the vaccine, like, maybe made it less worse or it didn't kill me. I don't know. As, right? I, but there's the, the last two years I was in the Navy, I didn't get the flu vaccine. Never got the flu. So, you know, like the whole thing with the vaccine, like whether you get it or not, or we get one for the coronavirus or not, like the virus is still out there. Until we, it's eradicated, like it's, you're going to get it either way. Whether the vaccine lessens those things for those people that have pre-existing conditions or don't even know they have an underlying one, it could save their lives. But we don't know that until yeah. that happens. So it's, it's, it, is, it is a dice. It's a dice. Roll of the dice. I'm with, uh, I'm with Kim on that. I don't think there will be another normal after this. I think yeah, things, no. have cha- things have changed so much. That, like you said, some people will be like, look, I don't trust this vaccine. Just like people don't trust, you know, uh, is it the HPV one? People say cause autism or whatever. Yeah. Um, that's not true. Yeah, but, you know, people believe that shit. People don't trust the flu vac- like vaccine, look, the flu shot. Like, they think that causes look, autism. If you, can, if you can make people believe in, uh, in the Mormon religion and the earth is flat, a vaccine is not that far-fetched of, a, of an idea, even if it actually works. It's, I mean, yeah, I think I'm just, I'm always biased with this because I was like raised by a nurse uh, who I just constantly heard complain about people not believing in medicine. So I'm just like always like, no, it's fine. But I will say, I just Googled this because I was curious about herd immunity. And Mm -hmm. it looks like 70 to 80% of a, if a 70 to 80% of a population gets the vaccine, then the risk for everyone goes down dramatically. Um, But I mean, like, I don't know. I, the, the, by the way, the reason you probably got the flu a week after getting the flu vaccine, you may have gotten just symptoms from the vaccine because the vaccine is a mm-hmm. small yeah. amount of it. But, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I'm well, yeah, I mean, to- it, yeah, I mean, I, again, I, I, I know as much as, as, as I could look up on Google, you know what I mean? Like it's, but, it was, but it was interesting. Like I was like, man, like, this is what the flu feels like, but it doesn't – like could it have been worse if I didn't have this vaccine? Like – that's the that's the thing. Well, I'm so, just, let me, let, it's let it's me a weird thing. This. Like overall, do you guys, when experts come out and and present facts, like whether whether it's uh, their doctors or lawyers or not trust politicians, but but they actually come out and say, "Look, I know what I'm talking about, and this is how it is." Do you, in general, do you actually trust it? Trust the experts, or do you just go? Ah, no, I don't know. I want to look it up for myself. And in general, I in general, I do believe an expert in that field. Like if that person is like the director of CDC, like yes, I I will because who who else am I going to trust? Like at that point, I'll Mm -hmm. go I'll go onto their site and I'll look for myself to kind of make sure it doesn't it just doesn't look glaringly like incorrect. But mm-hmm. yes, I tend to I trust experts. Like in that moment, but I feel like that's what is the problem. It keeps changing. So even the experts, mm-hmm. like 
they don't even know what the hell is going on. So like, to me, I don't trust it. I'm like, mm, let me wait this out and see what's really going on. Did you do your own research then? Yeah, but there's usually not like a lot of, of differing opinions because usually that's the most we know. I feel like when well, it comes if, to, go ahead. I just, I feel like there is, I feel like the idea of doing our own research is a myth. I don't think that it actually exists. I, I think that there is no way that any of us have access to the amount of information and data yeah. that professionals yeah, do I'll or that we that. can synthesize mm -hmm. it. Like to I, interpret the, the data in a different way. We don't have the data. We just have the already somebody's interpretation. Right. I mean, I'm just, I guess I'm just weighing in to say, um, you're right that like the expert advice on Corona has been back and forth. And I feel like it's really unfortunate because it does shake confidence. But ultimately mm -hmm. I am with Obi on this one <clears throat> that there is kind of a death in the trust of experts, but like as much as I'm going to ask someone to help me set up a, I, you know, I didn't set up this stream, but when I do my own streams, I ask friends who know what they're doing and, I ask, you know, IT guys, I ask HVAC guys to fix my AC. I'm going to ask a doctor and a responsible doctor, a good doctor is going to tell you the risks of a vaccine and ask about your family history and work through it with you so that you know the choice you're making. But mm -hmm. right. those are good points. Like if that's all you have, you know, maybe you're hesitant, but ultimately you have to kind of give in and lean in at some point a little bit. I think there's so many people though in society right this second that anything that anybody says, they're just trying to debunk it. Like fake everything. News. It's fake news. That's a good point. About it too, like, you know, our generation, the generation, the couple generations before us and, and like, we've been pretty spoiled when it comes to like curbing, like, any kind of like diseases or anything like that like we've we've never had something like this to where it's completely unknown to us on when it's going to end how it's going to end what vaccine will work what won't work how does it spread you know like we're we're in this weird you know purgatory if you will of like what what the hell do we do next like do we live our lives or do we live our lives differently like you know and, and it's a pushback of all right, I want to try and live my life, but now I got to do it differently. And then now that I do it differently, it doesn't feel the same. So now it's a, it's a whole different lifestyle for everybody. And it's a, it's a rapid change and sure. it's, it's happening really quick to where people are just not able to adjust as quick as this thing has been changing everybody's lives. Well, you know like what? since you... I go or since this pandemic has started, who here has gotten a test at least one time? Like, back, have you been tested? You haven't been tested yet? No, not yet. I smell Alex, <coughs> Adam, I mean, you have? I think, I, I think we're I, in the same spot. I is it? Is it? Because I, I don't know if it's society just, like, not trusting science anymore or, or, or what? Because um, I, I did a whole post, and me and Lane had a, a nice, long phone conversation about this afterwards because we kind of were on polar opposites of the way of how we look at testing. And I was telling Lane yesterday that I, whether the, whether the, the test comes back negative or positive, you should have some kind of baseline to know where you stand at that moment. Like mm -hmm. there, I, I don't see, I don't see any kind of upside to not getting the test at all. Like you either get the test, you're going to be negative and then you kind of, you know, okay, I, I'm kind of safe to kind of go near my, my mom that has a, a past history of breast cancer or something, or, or I am positive, I'm going to go through the whole guidelines of quarantining and I'll, I'll make sure I don't 
risk somebody else that might be more like compromised than I am. Like it's just a, you, there's I see no harm in getting a test. No, so. it's just, I, I totally agree. Because um, it's funny to me because I think of it like um, when you think of like STD testing, like who you've been I was with, thinking the same thing. <laughs> you know, like and it's like kind of like a lot to do with. For me, it was. I just didn't see it advertised anywhere for being free, like in anywhere close proximity to me. I live in South Austin. So I did Google it today and I called one of the clinics that was advertising that they were doing it. And then they said, you know, you have to show your insurance. Of course I have, you know, plenty of good insurance, so it's not a big deal, but I couldn't even get in. They said that it opens up at midnight and that's the schedule for the day is, and they don't take any walk-ins. Wait, what if you don't have insurance? You just lost your job. You lost your insurance. What does it mean? Like, tested? a lot of people are in that situation. But the no, city, but city the one, testing's free. Yeah, the one I went to was free. I didn't pay any money. I didn't have any symptoms. Uh, and they were open from, like, from 10 a.m. to midnight. I don't think it's that readily... Um, but, but yeah, but I've seen like I had a friend that is in Houston and she said she went to six different places and yeah, was I'm, turned away from all of them. And even my other co worker that was in South Austin, he went but was turned away because he was asymptomatic. So I feel like maybe some places are, oops. but but try again at least, or just to, I don't know, I don't know why these places would turn people away at this point, but. Do it before I, Trump is cutting funding to uh, to testing in the. In yeah, the so that we, where we actually have a test, you know. I'm yeah. I'm dropping this link in the chat real quick. Um, but I, <laughs> this is where I went, and this is just the city. Um, drove up to uh, St. John's on 35. Uh, I was that's about 10 minutes from my house, and I was home within 30 minutes of leaving my front door. Um, oh, so that's a good story. Nice. I just nice. like don't want to sit in a freaking. Yeah. I, I was I was prepared to wait in line, and there was only three cars in the testing center. Three. I was like, oh, I was here thinking I'm gonna be here for an hour or two because the line's gonna be so bad because the spike. It. No, there's only three cars. I feel like so. I'm like, why are people not coming out and getting a test? And on top of it, it's free. So but if you, just, Google it, you don't like, have to get out of your car either, right? No, I didn't have to get out of my car. You know, and it doesn't like pull. Up, it doesn't say like free. You know, so like, of course, like I have you giving me that information, but so I understand that it is, but it's not like it's blasted out, like come get it for free, you know? Yeah, I, I think that's a, I think that's the city's SEO sucking, honestly. Uh, <laughs> but like, and, and Kim in the chat, I wanted to say, um, yeah, I accidentally replied to you with that link. I meant to drop it in the general chat, so I deleted it, but. Um, yeah, Echo said he signed up for the same link that you just posted, so. Yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah. Go get tested. Go I mean, get tested. It, yeah, it's, it's not, it sucks. It's not fun to get the test, but it is nice. It was nice seeing negative on my results and being like, cool. I didn't get it from the protest. Wait. I can go back out there, you know? Anybody in a big audience should, or a yeah. large crowd should do, do it. And that's a crazy, I'm, I was shocked my test came back negative because I was in the, like a week of protests and I was for sure like, man, I've been around so many, I walked, I marched up and down I-35 all around downtown, but I, I never took my mask off for a second, like, unless I was, like, sipping water from underneath my mask or something, and I was, I was good to go, so I'm like, this mask, to me, is working like a charm, because I'm high risk, but I'm wearing my mask the moment I step out of my house, and yeah. I'm, not, I'm not getting this virus. I was just told, my, my, my sister just came to town, and she, she told me that, uh, the plane lands, you know how what the plane lands, but people get up 
and start getting their shit. Oh my! And then they stand yeah. there, and the door's not open yet. You know, you know those stupid motherfuckers. The, the people who fucking get up and try to get. Where are you going? Exactly. Yes. So she, she was like, everybody, the, the plane landed. Everybody got up and got <clears> and just like stood in the aisle, like just an inch away from each other, with with masks on, but no distancing whatsoever in the plane. Yeah, I heard they're not even doing like the seat empty in between like they said they were. And then I'm scared personally. Like I want to go travel so bad. And one of my friends just went to uh, Mexico last week. And I'm like, shoot, I should just do the Mexico? same. Mexico? I know, no offense to, <laughs> but really? But like on a beach, you know, just hang out, Cancun. Somebody brings you drinks all day. Like it's but, better. Yeah. But Lane, you already missed all the cheap tickets. The pri- prices are back to normal now. Well, I spent $1,500 in flight credits to use, so I'm good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's ready to go. Like, what, what would be your, your first destination when this is over? Well, my trip in May was supposed to be Cuba. Um, so I'm actually mm. probably going to go to Costa Rica, though, because I love Costa Rica. So. Uh, Work that's from that's, here. I don't have that's, to where, that's where me and the fiance are planning on going for honeymoon next year. So, hey, I love it. Some now. But think about how think about <laughs> don't say that shit. But think about how ass <laughs> think about how ass backwards we are from because remember when this first started and Trump banned international travel to Europe, like, oh, we're not gonna let any of y'all come back in. Now they banned us. We yeah. can't even go over there. Like even New we're York, we're the hot spot. In New York. We can't even go, uh, we can we can't even go to New York yep. or New Jersey. You know how how bad things are that they're kicking us out of New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, like, no, I had a friend, anybody come here. I had a friend yeah. talking talking to me about uh, you know when this all first started. He's like, "How did we? How did leadership and the well? We obviously know that leadership is you know corrupt and fucked up and did not make choices based on what would protect people. But that aside, how did people not take this seriously from the jump when China?" You can see satellite pictures of China and see the smog cleared because people aren't working mm. in a country that, that is notorious for overworking people. A country that is a place that we we know that the com- commutes to work in parts of China to get into the city are insane. For that country to shut down, uh, that should tell you something right there. Yeah, like, if I mean, they're taking it seriously. Why the fuck aren't we? It was a hesitation of pulling the trigger of just like, all right, this is, we're just going to do it. We'll figure it out. Like, you know, like we need to pull the trigger because, yeah, like you said, Adam, like every other country in the world just said, I mean, you ain't leaving. Like, I've, seen people, I've been quicker on the draw with fucking eBay bids, you know? If I don't make this, <laughs> I don't make this bid now, I lose this item. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> no, but it, 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 it's nuts because I, I think it's it's really embarrassing because other countries are like, hey, we get to go to the movie theater again. We get to go to the park and we get to the restaurant and the cafes and all that stuff. Meanwhile, just because some people thought that, oh, it's just my rights, it's my freedom and blah, 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 USA, I want to get a haircut and then whatever. Now, fuck it up for everybody. It only takes a few to fuck it up for everybody. That's the thing. I think yeah. I, I really yeah. think that most people respected it. But all it takes, and, I, and there was a, I, I don't, I think I saw an, an article about how the, it wasn't the protest that actually. Yeah, I think the Adam numbers. posted that earlier. 
I said I saw that today or yesterday. Yeah, it wasn't a protest. Yeah. That spiked that. up the numbers. I shared that. But it was I, a I, reopening up yeah. of the government. I think that's important to re- remember, not only because kind of logistically it's helpful that if it's if you're outdoors and you're wearing a mask, it's much less likely. But also because I just, you know, you can see that coming from the GOP side of things to blame protesters and make it seem irresponsible. And we talked about this two weeks ago. I was nervous mm-hmm. to go mm-hmm. out there because I didn't want to endanger others by being there. Right. Uh, and now I feel more empowered to be out there as long as I'm not, you know, walking around each of you without a mask coughing on people or like going back to karen's uh that, <laughs> that video of that woman who got mad because the coffee place wanted her to wear a mask and she coughed at the cashier yeah. anyway not to take it back to a negative space but yeah. i think more karens need to come out because we then we know who they are yeah that's dude that's you know, I, like, I like that <laughs> uh, unleash I, release the karens I'm like, yeah. you know what yeah. that's, that, you know, I've, been, I've been saying that man like you wanna if that's if that's who you are, let me know. Yes. Like let me know who you are. Like you wanna roll around with a Confederate flag sticker one, you're 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 cheering for a participation trophy. You know, they, it's, they, it's they an have no flag. Like I don't know why people even want to fly like it's it's a it's a symbol of a of a of an idealistic of a movement to try and suppress people to like to slave to to being owned. Right? Why would you want it? Like, why would you want to represent that? Like, I don't understand it. Like, it's all history, it, man. No, dude, no, it's a part of our history, but it doesn't yeah. mean you gotta like fly it. Like, like what you know, the whole thing with uh, like Talladega recently had their race, right? And there was mm-hmm. a whole thing with Bubba Wallace and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. But NASCAR recently banned it. Comp- I mean, for NASCAR to ban that That's flag. He- that's huge. Yeah, I mean, huge. like that's half huge. their freaking audience. Yeah. yeah, more than more than half. Yeah, their whole. You know, and 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 the, and the thing about it, like the crazy thing, and I don't know if you saw it, but a group of protesters were mm-hmm. out in front of Talladega, waving their Confederate flags, and they even purchased an airplane to fly a Confederate flag. You know, those like ad banner things over Talladega, this motor speedway. Oh yeah, but and you- I'm like. Oh, I'm like, what? I just don't. I what just do you don't really think? People just really be think that black people are going to be NASCAR drivers because they take the Confederate flag You should have seen how many people were around. No, yeah, did you, yeah, you, you, the, you, the crowd that, that showed up over there was pretty, pretty. It was a lot. Yeah, it was big. It, like, it, it, think about it. NASCAR has done more in like one week for Bubba Wallace than the NFL has done for Cal and Kaepernick in four wow. years. Yeah, the thing about how that's the mm-hmm. most, it's that's, like, it's like, it's like we're in, it's like we're on earth two right now, like an alternate universe. Like <laughs> what, what, how did the timeline get so wet so where NASCAR's, NASCAR's doing sense. more, so much more for, for black <laughs> injustices than NFL where, almost like 70% of it is black. It's just like... Well, that's the thing, like, when you think about it, okay, NASCAR's audience, I'm sorry, but I don't know how many black people go to NASCAR, like, races, but I think it's majority, right? I'll, I'll say this. I've been to one in, in Dallas, the, mm-hmm. the Texas Motor Speedway, and I was the darkest person there that I was in my Holy area. shit. Obi, we so gotta I, go. You know? Like, <laughs> you know, like that's like... Actually, they're they're like we were just talking about their audience. When so like this is could directly affect their business, but they're so willing to say like hard foot in the sand, like this isn't an okay, and we're gonna ban this. So that's like a really big deal when you talk about, like 
then the NFL, you go to that side of it, and it's like the majority of the players are black. And so why wouldn't you protect your own union of people that you're supporting? Because even when they're being progressive, because the narrative white allies before they protect the actual black people who are uh, being affected. I I mean, I I feel like the narrative with the whole the whole Colin Kaepernick thing was shifted so quickly and to such a very specific thing that touched on a lot of people's hearts and minds but for the wrong reasons. Like, you know, like it was for the wrong reasons. Half the people that were up at arms about the protests, you know, were using the excuse of the troops. And I would, I would say almost 90% of those people never served, never took an oath. I mean, the population of this country that actually does serve in the military, and I'm not saying it because I did, is like less than 2%. Mm-hmm. But they want to so speak on your behalf. The other like 98 people the other 98% of the people that were making the whole protest against the flag and military troops and stuff like that, they have like a great grandfather to serve in World War II. You know, Drew Brees. I mean, you know, like, it's just like, they, they use, it's just like, it's, yeah. the narrative got shifted really Listen, quickly and NASCAR, it, NASCAR nipped it in the bud before it the- got crazy. Can we normalize calling um, the mm-hmm. people who want to fly the Confederate flag? Like, I, there's a lot of toxic bullshit there and there's a lot of really dangerous violent shit there but also can we normalize just calling these people dorks <laughs> i'm okay with that if yeah, i know his name like chad dorks are you serious what's the the, the, the but you, I, like i was trying to think of name. like this the sort of it because like we all hear their, their excuse so like you're trying to take my my heritage or my history they're trying to erase our history but like i like like nobody goes to like a statue or looks to the and that and that's you read history from that we learned that from classrooms from colleges so like the fact that you want this monument or you want this flag and you, and you think just by removing it nobody's going to ever remember what that stood for we we remember it like i don't, I don't it's it's the berlin wall doesn't exist but we, we, everybody knows exactly what that was it's just like and, we, and that's actually a perfect example because we remember the Berlin Wall through the quote about tearing it down to make a better future. <laughs> yes. I remember watching that on TV. That was pretty epic. Like, I remember world. watching that. Tear down mm-hmm. this wall. Mm-hmm. Yep. Craziness. <laughs> Crazy times. It's, uh, that's, that's, they, when yeah, had, had, that's when Somebody you actually had a leader that, uh, you know, got, you know, said something to actually try and incite something to change, not just to fan the flame of, of fear or or uh, just whatever this president tries to fan the flames on. It's just, it, you don't even know what the hell he's going to do next. Like, it's just, no. it, it's, yeah. it's, it, it's, it's, it's a reality TV show. He's a well, very... Let me, let me ask y'all this. So the, the new one, so now that everybody is, you know, trying to be progressive and everything, the one that came up, I saw that today is we need to change the national anthem from the Sp- Star Spangled Banner to John Lennon's Imagine. No. So what? there's two, oh. no, there, there are two, <laughs> no, seriously, this is funny. So there's, there's two black guys. One of them is an author. The other one I think is, uh, I forgot, but like either like a, uh, a professor or a politician, whatever, but they're like, yeah, we should change the Star Spangled Banner because it was written by, Francis Scott Key, who was a slave owner who believed that black people were 
you know, three fifths of a man and all that stuff. She was he was a racist and he had his, his wife. Well, was, you gotta read the entire poem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you go all the way, it gets, the entire it gets poem, crazy. Yeah. The, the national anthem is cherry picked from yeah. that. So it's, But anyway, so this is the new thing they're saying, yeah, we need to replace the Star Spangled Banner with John Lennon's Imagine. I, I just the reason uh, I laughed there is be, is not because I not I, I just want to say I'm not laughing at the idea of replacing the Star Spangled Banner. Fine, replace it. If it was written by, you know, we if we needed I have like personally whatever, um change it. But Imagine by John Lennon? Nah. <laughs> what no. What's your opposite? Okay, first of all, well, John no, Lennon, no, no, no. Let's go, let's John Lennon was a wife beater, okay? So, what? like, you're not going <laughs> to, like, what are you moving yeah. to? Oh, okay, let's, let's go. Yeah, but, but, along, but, but along the same lines, too, with that, like, if we're going to start changing these past things that were offensive, like uh, Lady Antebellum changed their group name to Lady A. Because they like they didn't want to bring up antebellum anymore, and Dixie Chicks today yeah, removed Dixie from the, they're they're called the Chicks now. Which that's, I mean, since it's since it's their name, I guess it, uh, whatever makes you whatever makes you. Yeah, but it, but it but it, I, it, do you think that's it's people are kind of going too extreme? Like I think, it's getting, like, I think it's getting a little too. I think it's brownie points at this at this point. I, I'll agree. Yeah, I, I, I think it's a little thing. bit too much. I, well, I mean, but but it's your but it's your own group. So, all right, let whatever. You go. Sorry. Oh, I was gonna say you can even take like giving um you know the corporate America thing with Juneteenth, like where they were giving um, people off and making a national holiday or like a corporate holiday. Excuse me, not a national holiday. But um, and then it's like okay, well, people are arguing back like well what about like leadership roles? Like let's look at our leadership board and how, what is white versus not. Um, just taking a look at that, like that's what matters. Not like, oh, give us the, the holiday off. Um, I understand that people want, need a break uh, for what's going on right now and the racial tensions, but I'm let's just, go, that is another example. Yeah, let's go around the room. I mean, what would you replace national if it's not imagine? Oh, did you see Echo's quote? <laughs> they gotta be DMX joint. Oh, I go make me lose my mind. <laughs> no, I replace it with Thong Song. Oh, well, well, his, <laughs> it's, it's gotta be a song that resonates anyways, with everybody. Anyways, anyways, isn't everybody. Cisco the? Isn't Cisco just the American dream come true? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I just pulled that out of nothing. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean nothing with that statement. No, 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 let's, that. Let's, think, let's think about it. So it I have an journey. answer. Journey's too white. Good one here. It can't be. This is how we do it because that's too black. It can't be any Daddy Yankee joint because that's. It's got to be a song that every every ethnicity, every group in this country likes. Yo, Bieber, song. Bieber, yummy. What? He's Canadian, man. He's oh, Canadian. Okay. That's, that's treason, Obi. The electric slide. He's Canadian. That's the electric best slide. response. Uh, I don't know what I'm saying. No. I'm I'm I don't know. It's got to yeah. be somebody. Different cultures. Nobody's going to change it. I got an answer. I got well, an answer. Um, Perfect. Track 10 on 1999 by Prince, <laughs> free. <laughs> no, Joanna says, I, I Queen, I, I, Bohemian Rhapsody. That actually, I think that might be the unofficial answer. You think black people like Bohemian Rhapsody? Yeah, I like you know Bohemian what? Rhapsody. I think it should be a Michael Jackson song because he's black and white, and then he transitioned, <laughs> and everybody likes everybody. Uh, I'm saying Prince Free, the song Free by Prince. Y'all know this it's great, song? It's a great song. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know it. Honestly, be glad that you are free. 
There's many guys <laughs> who's not. <laughs> no. Hey, Prince, no, Prince everyone's against life. this. Prince, Prince <laughs> yeah. is the last best Super Bowl halftime show. I will say that. Though. That is true. I give you Okay, that. I have another. I wanted to bring up this other topic that I've been go seeing ahead, go going ahead. on this week. <laughs> um, so Jimmy Fallon got in some trouble this week for impersonating blackface on an old sketch he did about 20 years ago. And the same thing with, and the same thing with Robert Downey Jr. with doing blackface in Tropic, Tropic Thunder. Thunder. That was the whole point of the, game, the movie though. Yeah, that was, I think, so it's like, I, I just want I know my take on it. Like, what do you think in, when, when people use blackface in entertainment, like, should, do you think it's appropriate for us to like start this whole cancel culture on them? Like, no, you, that was a horrible thing because, the, because the way, the way the world has changed now, like it, it's like, to me, I feel like it's revisionist history. Like, like you, everything, if they did it at the time and everybody was okay with it and we all laughed and thought it yep. was, it wasn't, it wasn't intended as a racist kind of thing. Let it be that. That this is like this is and it's it's an art form. People express things like sometimes every joke doesn't hit, but we can't go back and start like editing bad thing like did, things and start punishing people. Like that's my take. Yeah, did, did someone actually just it went up on Twitter? Or someone I look at what Jimmy Fallon did back in the twenty. Yeah, and then, and then well, I think I think and then I think it, it got buried because he came out and and he issued an apology because he. He wasn't gonna apologize for it for the longest time, but he said he he wanted to apologize because he was sympathizing with the he wanted to call these other people out for like for um like Trump like on his racist remarks and but he had to acknowledge like that he did this blackface thing because he would look like a hypocrite. Well, of course. So that was kind of like his his explanation. But it was the it was more the Trump supporters saying, "Oh, how how can you call the president out when you did this and all this stuff?" So he felt like he had he had to address it at some point. Uh, but I don't I, honestly. I don't think he needed to. I, I feel like smart, and I feel like we should be smart enough to know that this is entertainment. Like Wayne's brothers did this with white chicks. They dressed up as white women, and it wasn't <laughs> like they weren't. They, two they weren't. Yeah, there was, they weren't doing this as like a screw you white people. Like it was. It It was. It's entertainment. At well, the time, they, we I, all thought it was hilarious. It was just like yeah, should be it's, left it's, alone. Well, it's just like we we kind of talked about it last week where we touched on it's like all of a sudden like everybody's this the historian or they're they're able to like all of a sudden they're like smarter because like now like the the song that we grew up you know getting on our bicycles to chase the ice cream man now like all of a sudden everybody knows that that song is completely like racially driven and and now like everybody's talking about the eyes of texas this texas university of texas uh, school song like everybody like players are wanting them to change that now because it's rooted in racism and like now, now all of a sudden, people that used to sing those songs, chase the ice cream man, watch Tropic Thunder, watch that skit Jimmy Fallon playing Chris Rock, which Chris Rock I think came in in his defense about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like now all of a sudden, everybody's so like hyper. I think yeah, hyper sensitive like- to it. They got to like say something about it to call people out. But like it's like, dude, you got to look within yourself because if you're gonna like get on Twitter and start like blasting people for doing stuff they did 20 years ago then don't watch movies like Tropic Thunder, laugh at that skit that Jimmy Fallon did or anything like that. And then all of a sudden now you're like, you're trying to be on the right side of history whenever you were kind of part of that, you know, of that process of, you know, making those things famous or well-known or whatever. So 
I don't know. Yeah, there is such a thing as growth. Like, obviously, 20 years ago, I don't think any of us were the same person we were today. Thank gosh, you know. Um, (laughs) Think for yourself. (laughs) (laughs) I ain't saying shit. That's that's the perfect way to explain it. That's it's exactly that. It's growth. Like, how do you expect to evolve evolve and grow? Like, you, we make mistakes. See, like the the creator can make a mistake, the audience can make a mistake, but we grow from that. That's how we improve the world and stuff like that. And it's not a crime. I mean, it, it, you know, what Cosby did way back, that was fucked up and he pays for it today. But uh, if it's, if it's not a crime, I mean, let it fucking go. When, when you get to a point where people, I mean, I, I'm always, I always wonder who are these people who actually go like they scroll down someone's Twitter feed and find some shit from like 10 years ago who actually does research. Like, I'm just going to troll the shit out of this person and destroy his or her career just because I can and I got nothing else to do. Well, it's probably because they have, exactly, they have nothing else to do because they lost their job. They're frustrated. They're upset. They can't go (laughs) outside. They got to wear a mask everywhere. They're, 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 it's, it has to come from with, it's, it's coming from inside. We kind of touched on it earlier. Like it comes from, something inside of us or those of us that, or those are the people that we're talking about that, that want to like bring people down. So like that, that there's something rooted within themselves. That's something wrong with them that they are not wanting to look within mm-hmm. to figure it out or fix. So it's, it's a, it's a, uh, it's like, all right, what, what can I do to project my mm-hmm. anger or my Your hatred? Life or, is shitty if that's what you do all day. But, but, but dude, like, and I've kind Your of touched sucks. on it before. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm current. I've, I've gone through a steps, a step program, a 12 step program. And a lot of the, a lot of the stuff that I've gone through, I mean, people that have hurt me, people I've hurt, uh, whatever category you would put it in. Mm-hmm. I had a part in all of that. And until I owned my part, then I was able to become free of it and move forward and ask for forgiveness and, and be able to forgive other people that did me wrong. But it has to come from within when people don't want to do that. For one, it's, it's really uncomfortable. Nobody wants to. But once you start doing it, man, the freedom from it is great. And a lot of yeah. people are just not wanting to put that work into it. I, I think it's taking it's your a, own inventory. I think it's a different yep. thing when it comes to um, to comedy, though. Because, I, like, I, you know what happened with Kevin Hart, right? Uh, Echo just brought it up in, in a comment. Um, something along the lines, like, if my son was, was gay, like, I would, mm, you know, with some mm. shit like that. And then he lost the Oscars because of that. And And you're like, well... Mm-hmm. Like I, I personally will, I, I will never knock knock down the attempt at being trying to be funny. It can bomb horribly, and you deal with the consequences of it. But if if your intentions were, look, I'm just trying to be funny, just like anybody. I mean, I think some of the funniest people are just random ass people making memes all day. You know, people on Twitter yeah. were just posting things, and I'm like, how, the people in the comments sometimes, I'm like, wow, this is like. This is like if, if you had a like a one like punchline you're on stage, that would kill right here. But um and there's a line. You don't know where that line is. And sometimes you, you know you just you, you step on the other side and you get blasted in the face, and that's what happens. You deal with the consequences. Whether you want to apologize, you want to stick by your your attempt at a joke, that's up to you. But the question the consequences are real. And if that means you're going to, you know, lose your gig or lose your job or lose your career, or whatever, then that's what you get. Do we have a, I think, I think that, oh man, I want to say a few things here because on the one hand, talking about things like blackface in media, 
Um, I do agree that if you remove it, you uh, like it still exists. It still happened. Right. And that is dishonest in a way. Something like it's also context because something like Tropic Thunder, as I forget who said it in this group, Tropic that the whole joke in Tropic Thunder is that white actors are so self serious they mm -hmm. think they can play anyone. It's like a it's like a riff on Scarlett Johansson, you know, this white actress who is going to play every ethnicity because she's an actress. That's the yeah. joke. It's making fun of it's satire. It's making fun of the racist versus mm -hmm. other forms of blackface, which are actually like are hateful and maybe derived from this history of painful <laughs> minstrelsy in American pop culture. And they're yeah, like doing blackface for Halloween. Yes, kind of offensive. because in that That's, case, the joke is that you're a black person versus Robert Downey Jr. The joke is that he's an arrogant white person who thinks he can be a black person. Bingo, exactly. Um, yeah, I just and, think, well, it's, it's kind of like, like people take the surface of it. Like whenever they see a, a, something posted on Facebook, they just read the headline and that's what they take it. They take it at face value and not try and dive deep into it and understand what the, the real the writing or the underpinnings of what this is. Like people you know. don't get nuance. Like if I feel like people just think things are just like black and and white. Like there, there's Aha, no gray in between. Yeah, there's nuance with with things. So yeah, it's <laughs> historical, and it's it befits us and benefits us to talk about that. Like um, you know, like uh, I am not someone who gets overly like I belong to some like movie collectors groups on Facebook, and some of these dudes, you know, they're like white dudes in their forties who collect tapes, right? And they, they post things like, you can never make this movie nowadays. And it, it reads a little problematic to me because it was like, oh, what you're saying is you can't make fun of gay people now. And you miss that for some reason. Mm -hmm. That's weird. But yeah. also like at the same time, uh, oh man, I'm completely losing my thought here. Yeah. Oh, at the same time, like things, they'll be like, oh, HBO removed Gone with the Wind. And my thought is like, they removed it because of a racist caricature of this woman uh, who won an Academy Award and was the first black actress to win an Academy Award. Mm -hmm. So instead of removing it, why don't we just say, hey, before you watch this, we'd like you to know a few historical facts. Because I'm all for change. I'm all for, hey, if it's a microaggression that's out there in the world that makes someone feel like they're not, like little things that make people feel like reminders of, painful like generational trauma that make them feel not comfortable mm -hmm. fucking change it but i think i'm just trying to in a long-winded way agree with obi here that like if there's context talk about it don't change it because you're not getting anywhere then you're just just talk about it i, I saw and by the way i'm 100 not referring to statues tear them all down. i i i listened to this <laughs> i used to listen to this uh radio show this podcast and this guy the host would make he didn't even realize his, his, his what he's saying is so problematic because like when uh when Ghostbusters came out and then they announced there's gonna be a reboot, his comment to it, he's like, Oh, let me guess. It's gonna be all female this time, and they're probably they'll, they'll probably be all black this time or something. And then another and then they'll re announce another reboot. Oh, let me guess. The family's gonna be black this time. And he it, it would be like time after time he'll say this, like. And and he thinks he's just joking around, but I was like, this this you're you're creating a very like hurtful kind of thing. Cause think about it, like back in the eighties, did like was the black community saying like, oh, this movie Jurassic Park is coming out? Let me guess, is it gonna be an all white cast? Or hey, ET's coming out? Let me guess, is it gonna be an all white film? We didn't do that. Like that's how that that's why these movies when you see 
uh, like they'll 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 brand it as like a, a black movie but think about it from our point of view most of the films that have been made in hollywood have all featured like primarily white casts so every any time when we kind of when we want to see a film that has like us primarily featured in like like a black panther that's oh, a big that was, deal to that's a big yeah. deal to us because we we most of our life we we see we watch it with another race portraying those things and, and we and we don't we don't look at it negatively. We 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 want to we want to be those people. We want to be Captain America. We want to be we want to be Die Hard or or all these people. But but it's sometimes. But I feel like there's a side of America when whenever there's another push like Crazy Rich Asians. When whenever another race wants to kind of see themselves on screen, yeah, they look at it like we're trying to change them or something. No, we're just trying to be included. We just want to see ourselves sometimes. Like we see I mean, look you, at, we see you all, all the time. Like in, in all fairness, the second Ghostbusters with all the women sucked. No, it was better than <laughs> Ghostbusters Two. Ghostbusters Two <laughs> is a bad movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. but the old female one. I'm sorry. It was no, no, no. Horrible. It was solid. I I liked it. Come okay, on. I liked it. But Obi, I mean, like I fucking, agree with what you're saying. Yes, mm-hmm. like. Dude, I mean, I know I'm a white guy here, but like when I see white movie fans on the internet saying shit like that, oh, let me guess. I'm like, dude, dude, there are like black children out there who don't have a hero in their movie to pretend to be. And they have to pretend to be someone who doesn't look like them. We fucking have Harry Potter, Luke Skywalker, John McClane, Indiana like Jones. Everyone. We have enough. Everybody. We have Superman, enough. Batman, hey, Spider-Man. Hey, to, well, to, Spider-Man's to be, black now. To, to be, to be so fair, is Captain though, America. So to the, be fair, what? if you actually look at Captain America's uniform, it actually looks like the Puerto Rican flag. So he's ours. <laughs> <laughs> I will claim it. You know, you know Cap is Cap is black now because uh, he gave the shield to Sam and Sam. Yeah. And that was oh, the move in the okay. comics. The comics always beat it. But but I just I'm as a nerd, as a nerd who engages in this shit online, I just I, you know, maybe I'm just venting too much, but. Oh my God, do I get tired of white people who are like, oh, let me guess, they're gonna put black people in it. And I'm like, yeah, mm-hmm. because black people exist in America. What, what you mm-hmm. have, you have so it's many like movies, you. dude. Okay, great, like- great, great segue to you want to talk about Disneyland. Hold on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Wait, another half. He's going Lion King. I'm ready to talk about Disneyland now. Yes. Yes. All right, so. Disneyland, they're renaming uh, was it Splash Mountain to the Princess and the Frog. Yeah. yeah. But what, are they changing anything about it? Was it the same word? They're going to do title? a full, okay, so it's the guy who designed the original Splash Mountain. He's an OG uh, Disney Imagineer responsible for some of the best rides at the parks. Okay, so they're going to redo Splash Mountain, which is based on the 1943 film Song of the South, which is a movie that uh, is just full of stereotypes um, it's an interesting, again, like we were talking about. You'll make it, inter- never make it today. We would, oh, yeah. They'd never make this movie. But actually, it was unpopular in its time. Like, actually, the reviews of it were negative in its time because even then, there uh, people were like, ah. Um, but uh, anyway, so- uh, Song of South is the basis for the Splash Mountain ride. I love Disney parks. I love Disneyland. I've been on Splash Mountain several times. I love the ride. But Paul has been to Disneyland. Can we just, I have never been there. Oh man, it's the best. Oh, I just oh, went you gotta recently. go. Just went. Okay, as an adult, is it recommended? Sorry, I was like trying. Yes. To- yeah, oh, it's better I, as an adult. I recommend. I I thought it was. <laughs> I was looking. For, I was like, oh, this is way better. I I don't know why it took me so long to come here. Okay, so I'll add it to my list. Yeah, so, right, Adam. 
Oh, I and real quick, just shout out to Kim in the comments uh, again here with the uh, the rom coms. Uh, exactly, like why are there not rom coms and horror movies and action movies with all black cats? It shouldn't be a news art item, you know what I mean? <laughs> anyway, that's beside the point. Um, Disneyland, so they're changing it um, now. It's going to be based on the Princess and the Frog. Um, I gotta say, this means that a, a thrill ride—it's a dark ride and a thrill ride. A dark ride is a ride that you go into. It's like a you know, uh, they're animatronics. You're in the dark. It moves slow, and mm-hmm. it's a thrill ride because it's got a big drop into water. To me, this is a perfect, perfect metaphor for positive change because there's going to be white people who are nostalgic for the ride, right? And they're holding on to this comfort. I remember this ride. It makes me feel comforted to remember it. Mm-hmm. I can identify with that. I've been on the ride as a kid and as an adult. It has a certain value to me. But that's not worth people showing up to Disneyland and being able to go on a ride that doesn't remind them of racist caricatures and stereotypes. So like, Black families getting to go to Disneyland and not have to deal with that and explain it to their kids and getting to go on a fun ride, that's a fucking plus sign. Also, it's going to be redesigned by ride engineers in 2020. This is a ride that was debuted in 1993. Now it's 2020. That ride is going to be so much fucking cooler now. They're going to get in there and they're going to upgrade the mechanics. They're going to put in some dope animatronics and we're going to get something better. I think that Splash Mountain is a perfect metaphor for how if we can get white people to get over their shared nostalgia for a past that feels safer and open themselves up to change, that we're going to get cooler, better rides for everybody. And that's yeah. my piece on Splash Mountain. Thank you for letting me. <laughs> <laughs> Prepared and everything. Thinking about it all day. <laughs> Adam, I think your phone's ringing. Disney's calling. Oh shit! Yeah, right. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> he's been waiting for this call his entire life. All right. That's cool. <laughs> no, but I thought that there's this other. Um, I like what Jenny Slate did. I don't even watch Big Mouth on um, on Netflix. I think it is. It's uh, Nick Kroll's uh, animated That's serious true. thing. This is like so she voiced. Alex, that's the perfect description. Wait, what'd you say? That just Alex saying that show is the that perfect show, description. Why is it good? Just- it's good, but it's just so dirty and weird. It, just, so it sums it up when he's like that show. Well, you like I mean, it apparently. Right? No, well, no. I I remember. So I remember uh, when that show was first coming out. It was was it two years ago now. That's I was at, I was I was at, no, it was like two two years ago. I was at ACL and I was out shooting photos or something like that. And all of a sudden, I see a plane like we're you know the plane with the the ad trailing yeah. behind it, and it literally was a plane that said Andrew has a boner. Oh, it's that's from and they were promoting the show. That's what that was. Yeah, I remember that. You remember I it was somebody ACL? playing back to No, that, they were promoting friend. the show. <laughs> they were promoting the show. So it is good. It, yeah, it's it's hilarious, man. All it's, right, it's, good to know. Because when you when you watch it, you, you start thinking like, oh damn, because because some of the stuff it, you think like, man, I did think some of those things, or you're like, oh, you saw somebody do those things. It's like you kind of like it's, it's you're like. Well, I like, I like some, the, some things. Some things are cringy, and some things you just I just I laugh really loud about. So, so Jenny Slate, who voices the black character in in that show, stepped down and said this should be voiced by a black by a black actor, which is great. Which is great. So whoever voices Cleveland is a white guy <laughs> in the Cleveland uh, show, in the Family Guy. Oh my replace God. him with somebody. Phil Lamar, I don't think he's doing anything you know, these those days. Are that I feel like are a little bit more legit. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, 
than what we were talking about with the digital. Yeah. No. But I, I, that could you be know, understandable. Kudos to her. Maybe Bart Simpson dumb. should be should be voiced by a kid. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not this middle aged woman. Mm-hmm. But there is a, I woman. saw I saw the polar That's opposite of like the. You know it. <laughs> or I saw I saw I saw this was like a actually a couple of weeks ago. This was a big debate because you know that movie with um with Brian Cranston and Kevin Hart where he was a handicapped guy. And yeah, Kevin based on a singing. French movie. Mm, they yeah. were like, how come you didn't get a real handicapped guy to play that role? There's so many real like SAG handicapped people, but I was like, some at sometimes you want. Do you do you want someone that just exactly fits what the character describes, or do you want that good actor, cal- the caliber actor, to kind of really hit it home? Like it's uh, that's, that's speaking, that's speaking of speaking of ad- ad- adapting a French film and with with using like you know black actors, like uh, Ghost Dog was a French film that it got adapted with uh, Forrest Whitaker playing the lead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Is it Le Samurai? So, Is it so, a remake so, of Le Samurai? No, uh, la, 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 I don't know how you say assassin in French, but the l'assassin. Yeah, there was there was a French person over here. There was a French movie. There was a French movie called The Assassin, which Ghost Dog was based off of. Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, I did not Yo, know that. That is cool. Ghost Dog. Way to Samurai is pretty dope, though. Yeah. I mean, granted, get a they, Criterion they, release soon. Grant, granted, you know they they added a lot more of the samurai stuff to it, but the the basis of like the movie. It, it got it from that that idea from from that French film. So hey, it it is it is. I just looked up the Wikipedia. It actually is Le Samurai, which is often translated as the Assassin. Le Samurai. There you go. Yeah, I did not. Oh, I didn't oh. know that movie. It's a good movie. You want me to go grab it uh, off the shelf real quick? I'm sure you have it in your stash. <laughs> vault over have, there, man. This, hey, this, have, this have, has maybe. It's gonna be the next <laughs> podcast. We'll just get. We'll just have Adam just grab a flick and we just zoom call and just like audio commentate it, man. Just like, <laughs> I mean, no, seriously, a, a two hour episode would be just Adam touring his, his cave of wonders with all the DVDs and all the movies and the games and everything. Cause you can pull anything, you pull anything out of that vault. Well, before we get to that episode, <laughs> I have another, I have another topic I wanted to share with y'all. Go for it, man. Input. Just throw it out. So, like, just by a show of hands, like, how many of us have been shocked by, a risk, like, <clears throat> the comments of, like, one of somebody in our network, like, having a very different view than what we thought they were going to have? About like, what? Black Lives Matter? About any, anything, like, but about, like, COVID or Black Lives Matter or any of these. The, have you been shocked by any of your friends in your network? I wouldn't say shocked. I've been more surprised by the people that are so gung-ho about um the support like you know i'm grateful that they are you know as i'm talking about obviously like a white person Mm -hmm. really standing up for the black lives matter movement and like doing their part so to me i've had a couple friends for sure that stood out but then you have the people that that i what shocks me you're talking about shocking is Mm -hmm. when you people like that are so racist and they don't give a fuck about putting it so openly out on facebook and i'm like yeah like that's like have you seen any of those people on in your network you know anything like i don't um and i actually didn't know any of these people that were commenting on other people's posts but i was just flabbergasted like if that's your relative or whatever they're asked to be blocked um if they were on my facebook but like to just keep it there like and people just keep there just like let everybody else argue for them. They don't fight against their cousin, but then people just get keep going and going and going. Mm-hmm. 
it's mostly about the all lives matter thing yeah but. because like i started thinking about this like because i've i've seen it too like some people that i i would have never guessed that that was like their viewpoint on some issues yeah. and i've been like sitting at like how how did i miss this and you and when you start to think about those people that are in your network like think back to the, all the conversations you've ever had with them like and what i've noticed is we've only ever had like fluff conversations like yeah. oh how is the weather today or oh you like, what are you drinking what, 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 like, what did you yeah. what are you gonna do this weekend like if you like you like the reason that it's shocking to us like right now is because we we're not having deep of a conversation with those people like yeah. we, we should have well, like at some point had deeper well, I meaningful too, like do you take it upon yourself to our, like who in here is going out and like saying okay i'm gonna address this head on with that person and have this conversation not online but I, like yeah i i have i, mean, I faced it head on like i know some people are just going with the route of no i'm gonna just delete this person or block them but i'm just like well, if you don't I, have the energy that's totally understandable but like you know but i feel like it is important for somebody to take that on and but then it's a struggle because some people are just so stuck in this like all lives matter thing that they just can't seem to understand the logistical standpoint of what black lives matter means mm -hmm. and they're just and talking about like the god thing like they stand so strong by this god thing like to god all lives matter um and they bring in that argument it's just so crazy yeah. i don't know Oh, so I, I, I've actually thought about that point too, <clears throat> because what you just said that they bring it to God, it's I, like you, you have to kind of really think about where people's moral compass like is really centered. Like everybody kind of has like, you would think that like, oh, everybody that we know all has like the same moral compass or, or thinks about things like th from the exact point of view. But I, I've learned that it's not like that at all like for example like for me the thing that i kind of base all the decisions i make in my life around is i always i always treat my my the thing i do is i treat people the way i want to be treated the golden rule that's that's kind of like at the center of what what i believe in so it goes into like work like i'll always treat people the way i want to be treated there or with family or or with friends or just the way I, I see the world, I, I like. I won't. I don't want to ever <clears throat> dish something out that I don't. I'm not willing to take myself. Even if, even goes like to way of like even my enemies too. Like if the I enemies? if I no, but but I I look at it. I look at the world the same way. Like <clears throat> if I if I murdered somebody, should I deserve the death penalty? And I'm like, yeah, I should. Like if I'm willing to look at the opposite side and think the exact same way, then that's kind of how I center things, but some other people don't have that. That's not where they center everything in, at. Some people, they, they center everything on like God or love thy neighbor. And that doesn't actually, that. and they could look at things kind of like, that just means um, as long as love is in the, in the aspect of what I'm doing, that's enough. Like, I, like I, they don't actually have to be as equal as me but as long as i love them that should be enough with this decision that i'm making or some people their their whole center of, of where they put their moral compass is like family so no matter like it, like they kind of go through life and they, they keep their inner circle super tight where they like it those those are the type of people that like kind of they take it takes them weeks for you to kind of get into their their click and and 
everything they do at work is more geared to, I have to earn money for my family. I have to go do this for like, do you know what I'm, do you know what I'm kind of saying? Like well, how I, think I think, there's, I think there's, there's level to this. There's one like, thing, if, if you're taking social media as, Hey, this is how I interact with, with people. Uh, I mean, you can be friends with a, with 4,000 people, but as far as like who your real friends are, I mean, they can fit in two hands, I think. But anyway, mm-hmm. but yeah. it, it's one thing if the conversation happens there versus you just sit around with a friend and they're just talking and all of a sudden you just blur it out. Oh, all eyes matter. You go, what? Then I mean, you can mm-hmm. have that conversation. That's different. I've, I've straight up yelled at, okay, I'm going to tell a story. Of, I was going to say a few years ago. First of all, uh, Obi, again, 100%. I feel like I'm very agreeing with you very much tonight. Um, <laughs> But like uh, the idea of love is almost like a shield from having to deal with something. You say, I love, no, it's all good. You don't have to acknowledge any actual problems because you love it, right? But love is work. Mm -hmm. Anyone who's been in a long-term relationship or had a child or even a puppy knows that love means effort, not a grand, like you don't, you know, I don't say to my team at work or to my girlfriend, I love you and then ignore them all day. So It's the same thing. Like, yeah, if you love, and even going back to what you're saying, Alex, about people uh, misinterpreting uh, religious messages, you talk about the kind of love that Jesus is preaching. That is action. Um, <laughs> so, like, that that being aside, um, a few years ago, and uh, 2016, actually 2015 now, five years ago, um, I was staying up late with a few friends who were visiting. One from my hometown, one of my best friends ever, and then another best friend who I met here who moved away. And we were getting drunk. We were hanging out. We were drinking whiskey. And uh, we were, you know, talking about the election. And I had a friend who was a uh, uh, Bernie or bust at the time. He didn't want to vote for Hillary. Me and my other friend were like, hey, man, you got to vote against Trump. This guy's a crazy person. He's going to be a dictator. Please vote against him. And we started talking about the Black Lives Matter movement. And this is one of my best friends in the entire world. And he has changed. And speaking of growth, he has grown so much. But he said in that moment, Black Lives Matter he said, I don't know where he got this from. He's from my hometown, you know, different world. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of, mostly white. Um, he said, what about black on black crime? And I was drunk and I, I straight up yelled at him. I was like, you do not know what you're talking about. That's a racist ass thing to say. I'm going to break it down for you. And I got mad. And I think that that, I just want to say, I love him. And I did not want to see him go to this dark place where he's making, he's making the, the fascist arguments for them. And that love drove me to yell at him. We're on amazing terms. I chat with him, I text him every day, and he does not think that anymore. But for a few months in 2015, he thought it. And because I loved him and screamed at him, uh, I changed his mind. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. But you took that, it upon yourself. That's my you two cents there. To do that. Well, well, you just, what am I going to do? Like, what am I going to do? Let my friend believe some bullshit no, 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 and no, but not that, like him? But, but you know? the, the basis of it was this is, this is your best friend. Right, and he he was already at that level. Right? Had yeah, a good foundation. I don't feel like I That's need to true. educate That's every true. motherfucker I run into. Or oh hell no! To talk to. I don't. I don't need oh, to do that. Absolutely not. I block people. They're that also I don't not going to listen because who are you to them, right? So like, right. Adam's friend listened because. That was his best friend. But that's why, that's what I, but that's what I think the importance of what we're doing now, like what posting stuff on, on Facebook, like it might, the message might fall flat if it comes from us, like, cause we're a perfect stranger to whoever that racist person is. But if it comes from somebody that they respect or that is their close like person or best friend, 
and they they say, hey, no, I don't, I don't agree that that is right. That might be what it takes for them to actually change their mind. Like it, it, it the I feel like the the person that delivers the message is playing a, a big role in like getting people to to change and unlearn things. In my I, always, opinion. I always think about if you're talking to a friend one on one. Well, that's that's two friends hashing it up over a drink or candle you know if you don't drink uh, you know a chill living room whatever that's two people one-on-one if you do it online that's two people yelling at each other in front of a junior high lunchroom you know Mm -hmm. like you're gonna get all these people who are like yeah get him get him and you start to you start to perform you're not you're Mm -hmm. not reaching out you are performing for other people. You're saying, I'm your champion, people in the comments. Like my comments. <laughs> <laughs> people in comments, I don't even know if people are authentic. I feel like sometimes they're just like putting face, like, you know, like they're just trying to be like appropriate, but then not even appropriate, but say certain like things a certain way. But then when you really talk to them, that's not really what they think or how they feel. They're, they're, they're just putting on a show. Yeah, no, yeah, that, I, I, I'll agree with that because I, I remember, I don't know where I saw this video, it was from, from a church group, but it was this guy would kind of, the thing that he said, again, this is probably his opinion, but he was saying like, what you see people post on Facebook or Instagram or any kind of social media is like not even like 3% of what they really are. Mm-hmm. It's a highlight yeah. reel. It's, yeah, it's a <laughs> highlight reel, exactly. You know, it's like, like, it's like, you know, and, and it's gotten me and we've, I've kind of touched on this in, in past episodes where like, I, I really don't post much anymore on Facebook. I mean, to the, to the point, to the point, my own fiance the other day, She's for, like, for lack of a better term, she, she could, she like congratulated me. She's like, I'm really proud of you for not like posting or commenting. Oh, I thought just, you were going to say she, she wanted to be in your posts. No. You, you like a picture and then she gave you shit yeah. for it. Uh, well, I I might get, I might get shit for not posting stuff of all of us, but I'm like, that's for us though. You know, like the stuff that I do with her, like, I don't need it. You know, like, so, so Father's Day was, you know, like, so Father's Day just passed Sunday. Right. Right. And I, you know, there's not a day that goes by that I don't think about my dad. Right. You know, and he's been gone for two years now. (laughs) So I, he, I know I miss him. He knows I miss him. I don't need to, I don't need Facebook to know so like how much your whole I love him or I loved him. Like they don't need to know that crap. I know that. And that's all that matters. And that, that's exactly. where I'm getting to the, this thing with Facebook and social media is that I'm getting to a place personally where, and I've said it before, like I'll type up a response or I'll type up a post. And when I look, I sit there and I look at it, I give it like 30 seconds and I'm like, why am I doing this? Nah, this should be like, all what, your shirt what button. Is, I maintain what, this shit. What is the mm-hmm. purpose for this before I hit enter? So, and, and more times than not, I hit delete, I cancel, I roll out. So. No, I mean, I, I said, there should be two prompts when you're about to post something. Are you sure? And the second one, do people really give a shit what you got to say? And then <laughs> if, if you don't, if you say uh, yes, to do both both of these prompts, then you can post away. I have I have this video I wanted to share. This is this little girl. I don't know if you guys have seen it. She's, she's probably what maybe twelve or something, twelve, thirteen, and she's confronting her parents for being conservative. Have you seen that one? Is. Yeah, it's good. It's Hold really on. good. Let me 
share that. By the way, Alex, uh, I love that. Oh yeah, sentiment. this one is pretty. I also Wait, love your shirt because did you know that the, the I'm sorry, but did you know that the font at the top of your shirt is the Metal Gear Solid font? You know, somebody pointed that out to me the other day. <laughs> and I didn't right. realize until they said it. I was like, what? Right, check this out. Do you know how many people... I actually no, shut up. No. Can you, can you shut your mouth for a minute? No. Because I actually work in the ghetto. I see the people. Do you know why I they're in that position? I see these people. Do you understand the systematic and historical reason for why they're in that position? They don't care. All they want to do is be ghetto. No. Yes, there's no. some that don't and good people. No. Members, most of them just want to suck off the system or do something bad like drugs or gangs. And that's all they They have about. been oppressed. They have it not been given matter. the they same opportunities chances. you have yes, had. They do. And there's plenty of black people. No, they don't, there's Dad. Of, there's plenty of money and you not recognizing that as an issue is the reason why it's still continuing today. I, I see them all over. There's all kinds of successful people that are of color. It doesn't matter what color, brown, white. But it's orange, a lot harder yellow. for them to get to that it position. It doesn't matter when they do; they're fine. But there's always filthy animals. And that you're calling you're calling people of color wow. black no. animals. You're calling them animals. I'm talking. Are me you finish. kidding me? You didn't let me that, finish. That's not okay. No, no matter what, that's not okay. No matter what, it's it not okay. okay. Racism is not okay. Why do you think that racism is okay? <laughs> Right. That, oh, that's mine. Really, I'm gonna look at. No, I'm looking at. And then the mom jumps in. Yeah, the mom. Your statistics in. can't. They can be warped. Statistics can be warped. You want to show? You want me to show you videos? So why are my, do you want me to show you videos of cops? Why is? Why I are will my do it. Statistics wrong. Because they can be warped. I'm not giving statistics right now. They can be warped. Personal experiences can't. No, because this is actually putting it into play. Do, you, do I need to show you a bunch of videos of cops attacking protesters, peaceful protesters? You mean I'm informed and educated? Man, shout out to this girl, man. Yeah, this, girl. She, yeah. She's, she's a, the fact that she can grow up in a household like that and come out as a well-rounded, knows the, baby like, in knows the, the world. Yeah. Like, she's, she's amazing. Like, I actually... I want to tell, I want to tell like a, a quick story about something like, cause somebody, I had a phone conversation with one of my other friends and they, and they asked me like, Hey, with everything that you see going on with everyone posting about black lives matter, like, do you think we'll actually get to a part where we kind of like, um, can heal racism or, or remove racism? And my response to them is yes. Like I, I, I actually, I told him yes. Cause I have hope that, there, there, or no, he actually, he, he was saying, not remove, but do you think you could actually t change racist minds by, by posting all this stuff? And I said, yes, we can. And, and I had a good example of, of why, because there's, this, there's a girl that I know, this, this girl that I know, <clears throat> white girl, okay. she, she, <clears throat> no, she's a, a perfectly very lovely girl. She's been raped twice in her life twice and both both of the offenders in both of those cases were black guys so this and this girl like basically to me at that point she has she to me she she has racism on a silver platter she can she can go through life hating black guys because of because of what just happened to her in her life but over the past couple of weeks she's on facebook black lives matter like this this is not right 
that like police can't do this because because they're, they're like this girl her her personal life experience mm-hmm. has given it to her on a on, nobody would blame her either like like with what ha- what has happened to her nobody could blame her for like feeling the way she she does we we know logically it would be incorrect but but who could blame somebody if that's like the fall that's like the most extreme life experience on the other side but she came out of that not being racist she still she still knows right from wrong when she had she's had the worst of the worst happen to her so then anybody else in in between that spectrum that oh i don't i don't want to like black people they're they're black on black crime. anybody that's less than that you have you have really have no foundation to kind of be as hateful as you are right now like you should you if this girl can come out of that and not be racist you should be able to too that's well, the way because she understood because she she has like i think you were going to touch on it back but like hurt people understand hurt yeah and they understand what people can go through in mo- in the most painful way I mean, granted, what she went through and what black people have gone through are completely different things. The hurt's still the same. And she understands that. So she's empathetic to that. So she doesn't, so she's, you know, in tune with herself to be like, all right, I can't go off the deep end and just keep perpetuating something that's, I mean, that doesn't need my help. So Mm -hmm. she's like, all right, I'm going to, like, she's. It's a really good lens to even think about. I didn't even think about that. But what I was going to say, though, where I struggle with are people, you know, changeable, whatever the word is, is the people that don't know anybody of color. You know, like the people that grew up in Wisconsin, for example, and never met anybody black, never spoke to anybody that's black. It was like a cashier or somebody that they worked with or you know like something like that maybe they had no relation whatsoever with that person um then it's like they're just basing it off of whatever media has told them or social media you know and then you're trying to say no um what you don't know you don't know essentially and that and and that those people will need like a life-altering event kind of like what happened in american history x like mm-hmm. oh, take some kind of event like that in their life to kind of like get past it, like no, in what in some shape or form. Well, the the goal is really to have something in in common that you can relate to. Like uh, Alex was saying, if it's pain, if it's hurt, if it's yeah. being discriminated against. Like if if you if if today you you took your sh- you you pack your shit and you go live in another country and now you're the stranger and you're the other you have a mm-hmm. total new appreciation for, you know, for other people who go through the same shit in this country. So, I mean, I think, yes, experiences, absolutely. Knowing people, absolutely. But going back to what you're saying, if someone does grow up in the boonies and all they have is media, this is why, I mean, I'm a film nerd guy, right? So this is maybe where my mind's at, but this is why representation is so important. Because mm-hmm. this is why just having rom-coms with black leads. Yeah. It doesn't More have to be about, exactly. you know, just seeing <laughs> black faces. like A black president, yeah. Yeah, but it's like, just like stupid comedies that are fun and horror movies and action movies. Like, well, I mean, look at the movie that won Best Picture this past year. I mean. Yeah, Parasite. <laughs> yeah. Parasite, I mean, yeah. I mean, I mean yeah, people want to be visible. That at, at, at the end of the day, that's what that, that's how you grow diversity. Is like, look, I just yeah, we have people like story this, teaches like that. us so much. Story is how we base our lives, and we got to see, like that. Uh, there yeah, have been studies like on this. Like, 
it's not in a negative way like the hero the the character you know that wins some you know at the end or the, or the black all- character in a movie that survives the whole film. You know, that was like yeah. a running joke for the longest time. Right. I yeah, remember, the, you know, like the funny black guy friend, the funny black friend. I, I had a friend once, I had a friend recently say, when he was talking about this, say, uh, black people deserve, deserve to have movies that just aren't that good. Like, we, you know what I mean? Like, we need to get to a space where it's about representation, where like, uh, there can be a black, uh, a black led cast of an action movie, and everyone's like, "Yeah, it's an okay movie," but because white people get to make shitty movies all the time. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> we want to suck too, you know. Like, this is like we, we should have a black. Can we suck? Being out there, you know, like just being out the on the screen. We should have uh, a black piranha 3D. Why not? <laughs> we should have a black Sharknado. Yeah, we should. All black cast. Put in Kevin Hart, <laughs> and then make a Sharknado six. Or, I, or I seriously like just I believe in this so like no, I don't know a, man I just like yeah, stories taught me so much like movies and stories taught me so much about the world growing up and like I I am grateful for all the stupid comedies tales from the hood I'm you know there's there's the issue <laughs> movies there's the like important issue movies you know like the things that win Academy Awards and stuff like um but often those movies are about black pain often those movies are about trauma mm. yeah black, just like white people don't have to make like don't have get boxed into that corner white people just get to make a fucking jackass 3d so i want to see the black i want to see the black jackass 3d yeah that's a good point i we're gonna wrap things up we're trying to keep it around an hour and a half so we don't end up talking all night it's already going movie rants all night y'all all right i know i know you can i know you can we can have a whole show just for that all right well once again thank you so much guys obi always a pleasure thank you uh thank you, alex and- adam lane thank you for coming i really appreciate it there's, there was a lot of people in the chat this time yeah thank you for, yeah. for being in the chat shout out to kim hey. echo Kimberly. Kim, if, 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 if you want to be on the show just uh, message me i just told I, back I would love i would love to have you on i know you have like a lot of opinions i was kind of quiet but i'm not quiet in person no you're not you gotta <laughs> meet lane in very- person lane's the shit. <laughs> lane's the shit but again we do this every thursday uh around nine o'clock uh join the conversation if you want to join the next one just shoot me a message on on facebook i'll send you the zoom link and you'll be part of the conversation this is just you know we don't have an agenda obi does um, <laughs> I, sometimes I, I kept one this week because there's so Obi's like taking week, notes over there week to week there's been like it's because like I've been having co- like convos like 24 seven. Somebody will call me at 3 a.m. Like, hey, are you still up? You want to talk? Yeah, and I like, called you. And I, no, it's and it's I, an yeah, outlet. Yeah. People need to talk more. That's the thing. Yeah. Until, until we can take this and do it like on stage with a, like as a panel with like people in the, in the audience. But this is all we have right now. So, you know, you gotta be, you gotta be able to connect, find new ways to connect. You have these conversations online, hopefully not on the keyboard. So you get it all mad and shit. But this, this, this is useful. Um, so it uh, looks like we're going to be in quarantine for much longer than we thought. Boo. Thank, thank you, Karens. Before um, we go, wear your mask, please. Wear your fucking wear mask. Your mask. Please wear your mask. Don't be All a right. Karen. Don't be a Chad. It's, this is not the time. This is not <laughs> the fucking time. Don't please. be a Karen. Don't be a Chad. Wearing your mask is awfully rad. Yeah. Oh, there's a shirt. There is a T-shirt bars. right there. Bars. <laughs> All right. Thank you guys. We'll talk to you next week. Have a good one. Make sure you follow the feedback uh, on Twitter. Uh, we gotta get Facebook, Lane. We gotta get Lane a hat next for next. Episode. I have a whole hat rack. Yeah. I could wear yeah. a hat. Yeah. If we yeah. keep going like this, we're gonna have like ten people on the show. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. So rotate the guests. We're going to rotate at some point, guys, because, you know, yeah. you know we're trying to keep it, like, at least uh, manageable. Anyway, thank you so much. Follow the feedback. We'll talk to you next time. Peace. Stay Thanks, safe. Wear your mask. Peace, Peace everybody. Have a good yes. one. Ciao, ciao. Bye.